Shine the light on those who are, you know, very talented. Shine the light. Shine the light. Because now we are in the time where you need to build an education, sport education. We should be able to identify some of these talents and then we groom them. Well, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been enjoyable. This is amazing. I hope that it would inspire many people. That's what we try to do with the podcast. Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. And as always, you hear me every single week say this. We have an amazing guest on the uh, podcast today. Um, and I'm going let to him, let him introduce himself. So, Mohammed, please welcome to the show and please introduce yourself. Thank you, Steve, uh, for giving me this opportunity. And uh, I'm really pleased to be at your, uh, a guest at your podcast. I hope that I can provide you with informative and uh, expected uh, show. Um, my name is Mohammed Al-Masrouri. I am from Oman. I am 30 years old and uh, I am an athlete doing a triathlon, a sport which is uh, consists of three uh, disciplines, starting from the swim, then cycling, and then ending up with the run. I recently... Uh, um, dedicated myself to the long distances, the 70.3s, and also just uh, a month ago, um, I did uh, my last full Ironman. So, uh, yeah, that's a brief introduction about me. And, and, and you're very modest. I know that you're very modest because I'm going to come out now. You were Oman's triathlete um, champion in 2020. What was that like? That must have been massive for you. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm modest or not, but uh, thank you for the compliment. Um, well, it was uh, 2020, you know, it was really um, hard year in different uh, aspects. Um, you know, that uh, the global pandemic actually locked people at home. And uh, for almost like 10 months, we were hungry to have races. Um, and we got a, the chance to do this race, the championship. I remember it was like towards the end of the year. It was 24th of December. And we were really glad to do this race. And period to that race, uh, it happened that I participated in three different races. And they all went um, uh, miserable. Um, I was DNFs. And those races, due to technical issues, and two of them, I had a crash. Or during the race, so I was really devastated. And that race, when I won the race, it was such an amazing and rewarding feeling because I had like those bad times and those bad uh, races. And I didn't expect myself to win. I um, uh, conducted the race plan and I did the race that I'm supposed to be doing. And yeah, it was really uh, a rewarding feeling. Yeah, so it was really... Uh, let's get into that story of yours um on on let's go back as far as you want to go back and and when yeah. sports was began a big part of your life because it seems like with what you do in all your training it's taken over right now but how did it begin in the in in the very early stages uh okay that's a good question actually i need to uh do some flashbacks now uh 
back, uh, I think back in 2017, I started as a rocky cyclist. I was like, um, since the early stage of my life, I was playing soccer and uh, I always li- like to stand out among my peers. I don't like to be uh, on average. So uh, I was trying to look for um, clues in order to distinguish myself in many ways. Um, sometimes I find myself like uh, I need to change my appearance, sometimes like uh, change my training. And so uh, and many times I changed my position in the, in the, uh, the soccer field um, just to find where I fit. So I started as a soccer player. I played for the university uh, team and then didn't work out. I remember I had an injury back in 2012. And then I started playing volleyball. And uh, again, um, in, in nine months times, I had injury in my shoulder and then back again to soccer. So I was like trying to find myself where exactly I'm positioned in this world and what sport exactly um, it fits my my expectations and my future. So in 2017, I started as a rocky cyclist. So just like spinning on daily basis, 60 kilometers over the weekends going for social rides. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me stop. Let me stop you there, please. So you started your... (laughs) I'm sorry. So you said that you're a rookie cyclist and you started spinning and you were doing 60 kilometers a day. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, like I started, I, I started gradually, um, oh, on a gradual basis. But you know that my approach was really wrong because I was going long distances with no like calculations and proper conditioning. I was just like going for distances, and then my energy level throughout the day was really declining till I reach a, like a point where I'm crushed and like I cannot proceed with the day. So I knew that after some time, there is something wrong. And for thanks to certain circumstances, which actually told me that you're doing the wrong thing. So you need to change your approach. And I actually didn't hope that to start as as a cyclist, my approach was like in 2016, 2015, I started to travel. And I really like the concept to travel on a bike, like a touring bike, carrying my luggage and just spin and cross countries. And I do remember when I went to the bicycle shop and I asked the guy, I need this bike with these specifications because I'm intending to travel and I want to take this bike a lot with me and to be my mean of traveling. And he told me something really funny and I knew his intention because he wanted to clear his and he didn't have that bike because he has to make an order. He told me, why don't you try a road bike? I have really a nice bike here. You have the, a sense of feeling. And when you start to like it, then go for the touring bike. He's a salesman, you know, and, and, and he convinced me actually. He, eventually he convinced me and I said, fine. Okay, I'm gonna go for a road bike. And he started to give me like certain tips what to do and like what kilometers to go, what routes. He involved me in in in, in a social ride every Friday. So yeah, I started like on a gradual basis. I like the idea of like just spinning around and 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 early in the, waking up in the early in the morning and create that 
um, a nice routine and to go for cycling every morning and then go to the office. So yeah, I, I started there and after like eight months, throughout these eight months, throughout the process, I, I was reading a lot about cycling, about the components, the manufacturers, and but I didn't actually look deep into the technicality, like, and also the, um, the, the science behind this sport and the schools and also the concepts. And I, I didn't look at those, that, that side. Um, and after like eight months, I was involved in a severe car crash. Oh. Um, I had like almost six uh, fractures and I stopped like for almost six months. Uh, um, I was uh, um, handicapped, like um, I couldn't move. And uh, I was like trying to recalibrate with my choices and with the surrounding environment and trying to gather myself around. But still, the passion is there. And I found that um, what, what really um, makes the endurance sports um, uh, uh, something different. Um, it has a meaning to me. It's, it's the process and also the longevity side. And you cannot actually reach the, um, the maturity because there is no level in there. And the more you age, the more you the more you deliver the better performances you deliver and also you grow when it comes to endurance so the level is endless and that's actually what excited me the most so after like six almost six months i bought another bike and uh, again i had like a minor crash in two weeks um, but then, yeah, I've seen on your Instagram, I've seen on your Instagram, but by the way, everybody that wants to know Mohammed's Instagram and, and it's well worth a visit. I loved every, every image that you put on there and the music and, uh, oh dear me. And I, I stress everybody to go and have a look at his Instagram. It's Mohammed M O H A M E D underscore A L M A S O R R R I. Okay, I hope you've got that. Okay, I hope you've got it. Just record, get, take it back a little bit if I get it wrong, but just take it back a little bit and get it right because it is well worth going to see his Instagram um, because I know that you've broken parts of your body, <laughs> which <laughs> again, <laughs> your your journey is, is taking me, I, I love going on people's journeys, right? I do love going on people's journeys because at first I was, you was giving me, I, I was starting to sweat because you were talking about spinning and, and 60 kilometers and I've been on spinning bikes and they are the most uncomfortable when you haven't been on one of those before they're the most uncomfortable things first and then when they start beasting you when they start kind of pushing you to be doing something active yeah. I nearly I think I nearly died twice I've only done it twice <laughs> by the way and that's enough for me so you were taking yeah. me on the cold sweats but then you were taking me on this journey about where are you going now? You were riding from different places because it was all about the experience. And now all of a sudden Absolutely. it goes into this sport that you're, you're a champion at. What a story. Yeah, definitely. Well, actually, um, the good, the, the, the sad part of it is the, uh, the oats, which are the crashes, the mental, uh, breakdowns and also the physical, um, strains, but the best part of it is, um, the progression and also the journey itself and um 
throughout this process and throughout these uh, breakdowns, actually, it drives you to the point where you start to um, reformatting your choices. Are you at the right sport? You're making you 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 incur a lot of doubts. But eventually, when you are uh, when you try to find out some solutions in order to carry on, one of the most and important solutions is to hang in is to hang on hope and also to have a very supportive environment. That's really, really something that will help you to, to carry on. So uh, I was uh, fortunate that I have, I had uh, both uh, factors to, to carry on. And, and also um, you are what you see. And, uh, and I didn't stop. And uh, the more uh, challenges I have, the better um, I know, I, I know deep inside me, the better um, uh, uh, outcomes are waiting for me in the future. So, uh, Mohammed, I'm sorry to interact there because I just want to interact with this one because, and I'm sorry to cut you there, but I want, I want to say that right now, the way that I'm feeling, and I, I, again, I keep on saying this, I love going on this journey, and I want to put some running shoes on or I want to get on a bicycle or maybe not the swim, but I want to go on those two things with you because you sound such a uh, an enlightening person, somebody that that I want to get to know better. And it's like I, I feel that just talking to you in a very short space of time that I'm connecting with you. I, I, I want to go and spend more time with you if it's running or or it's it's bicycling. It's I, I just want to do that with you. I'm going to I want to kind of and I'm sorry to take the lead in this, but I, I, I also want um, lots of people say to me, you've just got to go to Oman. You have got to go to Oman because it's something really special. So I want to. I want you to talk a little bit, if you can, uh, not for, about the sports side, but why you do all this for? Because it sounds like you want to get to nature. Oman's a perfect place for this, right? Well, it is actually. Uh, the nature helps a lot, and the environment is well diversified. So this diversification helps you not to get to the uh, boredom stage, and also to uh, have multiple choices around the city. So if you want to go for a run, you have many routes. Um, it's not well-structured routes, but you can actually find yourself in the environment and create that sense of feeling where you really enjoy what you have and the available uh, infrastructure. Um, you know, the weather factor is not uh, pleasing, especially during summer across the GCC. Yeah. But uh, uh, there we have the, we are lucky here um, that we have the southeast where it becomes warm during the summer. You know, Salala, the monsoon and also the interior sides where you have the mountains. It's really warm. And during winter, it's heaven. So environment, it really helps a lot because when you have the right environment, you will have really good clues at, at your head what to do so let's assume that when you go to europe um to like a scandinavian country and and then you see people there riding their bikes and the bike routes you will not have the idea as a tourist to rent a car so you will find bicycle is the best mean of traveling because you you, st you start to have the clue of okay people are giving me signs to start moving and the environment is asking me to make a move and have a mean of transportation, which is cycling. 
So yeah. here it's the same case. When you are surrounded with like a, a, a nice environment that gives you really bright uh, clues, um, then you will tend to have a positive attitude and you will make the right choices. Uh, this is actually not something I'm saying it's like 100% applicable here, but it depends on the person and it depends on how you perceive things. And I find it really um, awesome being in Oman and being Omani because as I say, the, diversify, the diversification of nature helps you a lot to recover, to, 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 to make the right choices, to, to, to um, conduct your training and, and also not to reach the boredom stage. Yeah, because the scenery looks magnificent. It is. It is actually, and uh, the, we we are actually at the city, and we have like a chain of mountains. You have the seaside, and and, and some parts we have the uh, sand dunes, and it's such such an amazing place. Such an amazing, a very authentic. I was and, dreaming uh, this morning. Yeah. I was I was literally dreaming this morning when I was I was getting myself ready for the podcast, which which I do. I was looking at your your. Um, your Instagram, and again, get to his Instagram. It's it's beautiful. You want to know what Oman looks like and 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 the kind of scenery. Please just go and see it because it's amazing and very inspirational. And 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 so I'm coming back to your sports now. And I've got the questions in. Um, is is um, <laughs> we've got the answer. I think um, is being a triathlete dangerous? Um, that's the, that's the first thing that I was going to say, and you've answered that already, but it, it sounds dangerous. Um, well, as I said, like, um, uh, exposure to risk is really high in everything. Like yeah. when you have a car, yes, you have a machine, you have a solid chassis, you have like, um, all mean of safety, but the exposure to risk by others or by the, uh, the, the infrastructure, it's, 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 um, it's there. So, uh, um, risk is the risk factor is there, but the, the mean of safety is, uh, the safety is, is, is really, uh, huge. So I really encourage everyone to have to wear the right kit, the helmets and, uh, the shoe, uh, the right shoe and also the right kit and the front and rear lightnings. Uh, the dangerous part is, is there, as I said, but, um, it's not a factor that will, uh, um, uh, stop you from doing this sport because yeah. it's, as I say, that's the exposure is there, but you need to be careful and you need to enjoy and to, uh, fit yourself in the right, at the right routes and with the, with the, with the group. So the, the visibility is there. There are two global perceptions about the triathlon sport that it is, um, uh, risk. I think it's not there. Um, but the first perception is it's for rich people and, uh, it's not actually, but because the technologies keeps on evolving, the, the, the bikes industry, blah, 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 the races. So they make it to you as an, as an athlete that it's um a very expensive sport and the gadgets and the equipments there keep on improving the prices going high but you can go and do this these races in a very very uh um affordable and also uh budgeted tactics tactics and uh it's not actually it's not for uh, rich people um and also the second uh perception that uh, this sport is only fit 
uh, a certain geographical area and some certain also particular demographics. But it's not actually. It's a very cultural and social sport where um, when I go to races, international races, I meet thousands of athletes. They're really welcoming. They're happy to be there at, at the start line, not just to perform, but also to express their backgrounds, to express themselves. And so it's like very cultural sport. And you tend to have the feeling that I'm traveling now throughout these hours of the race and I'm going to introduce myself and my background to the people here, to the athletes. And also I'm going to uh, pin my uh, country uh, uh, location uh, at the map of the world, uh, at the world map. So it's it's very amazing. It's it's like, uh, it's cultural and social. It keeps on, uh, keep on that, 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 that approach and uh, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was going to, one of the questions, my next question was going to be, um, is it a lonely sport? But you've, you've counteracted that one because it's a, the, the, you're on your own virtually all the time. You're swimming, you're, you're um, cycling, and then you're running. And, and yeah. the question was, is it a lonely sport? But you've just, you've just said, no, it's not. It's, it's quite the opposite. The process, actually, you need to, as an athlete, you need to uh, adapt to being uh, lonely and to do some training sessions um, alone. Uh, so then you have the feeling of talking to yourself and not to be distracted by uh, any other factor. So um, mastering this skill, it's actually essential. Um, but also being uh, around a nice community, a nice group, and doing some social rides, it helps you a lot to re-energize and, and, and also to uh, reveal some, <laughs> some sort of existence in this world. Um, and then on the race day, uh, massive people, like you're talking about thousands at the start line. Um, so it's, uh, it's such an amazing feeling and also exposure to the environment and having concurring really nice feelings when everybody is under the bed sheet where, and you are <laughs> conducting a, really, you're, you're, you're the only one at the road and you're, you're the only freak who is doing the training and having like that different lifestyle and then. It's it's uh, yeah that's 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 the sense of distinguishing uh, uh, feeling that that an athlete have. It's uh, it's it's something uh, amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And and the, my next thing is, and please don't let me down here, okay? If I said to you, let's do this, okay? Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do this because I, again, I'm going back to your Instagram. Okay. Cause I, I was doing some research and I'm going back to your Instagram and this one song is going into my playlist. That's for sure. And then yeah. it says, let's do this. And then it says, are you ready to fly? Yeah. How big yeah. is, how big is these things to you when you're going through that, when you're, you're getting up, when everybody's under the duvet, you're getting up, you're going out on your own, you're starting that running process. How important is this music give, that gives you that kind of kick? Well, just to, to tell the audience, um, I ha I, yes, I had uh, um, a discussion earlier this podcast with Steve, so we got to know uh, more of. Uh, uh, but 
honestly speaking, this this thing that you're talking about now, which is the music, I'm really a big fan of music and I like to um, listen to music and to link it with my daily life. This some this thing now he just brought it up and I I don't know how 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 he discovered it about me. So I feel like uh, there has to be a synergy and also a synchronization between the person and also the surrounding environment. And you need to have a link. To me, the link is feelings and music. And music is actually lifting feelings. Um, uh, it's, it's a way to... Um, uh, uh, way to progress and to, to flourish my feelings towards the thing around me could be could be music could be vocals could be a word could you be a, sto- a statement could be like and like each person you you need to find yourself and fit yourself in that process um when i say let's do this or that that particular song it's like to to have a call to the society come on let's move uh, all of us let's cheer up, uh, us up and and, and and make a move and yeah, and and uh, do do some kind of activities and um, some song. I have uh, many playlists I have created by myself, and each song actually trigger a feeling, a different feeling, and it is to me um, I played for different situation. So just recently, um, I did uh, a full Iron Man and period to the race, like less than one hour. Um, I had injury and I was not sure to do this race uh, the night before the race. And I was like, ah, I'm in doubt. Like, I'm going to do this these long distances. The race is going to be like up to 10 to, to, to 11 hours. And I'm not really sure. So there is like one uh, scenery came to my head when I watched the uh, Eight Miles movie by Eminem. And I remember when he uh, tried to... Uh, do the rap battle with the group the first one so he couldn't make it because he was in doubt and then he bounced back at the end of the movie and he came up with that legendary song which is lose yourself so uh, i started to play that song I, I took out my phone and i started to listen to that song so every statement and every like word actually started to hit a different feeling inside me and i remember like i forgot about everything outside and i melt down and i was like yeah i'm gonna lose you my i'm not going to lose myself now and i have to take this chance and then i'm gonna move on so as i said like the idea here uh, you need to find the link music it is something lifting and but we need not to forget about feelings because we have very um, inherited um, uh, original feelings that we don't need a third party stimulate to um, stimulate these feelings in, in some occasions. So that's something we should not be uh, neglecting throughout the process. I, I kind of, um, that, so, that particular song, I'm so glad. And, and life is full of these moments where, where I, I found this song. Believe me, we do a lot with um, hackathons, startups. I love it. I love every second of it. And that one song is going to be with me forever now because I'm going to have mm-hmm. it on my phone. And when people, when we're getting that morning going or we're getting something yeah. going, I'm going to play that song. 
I'm going to play it for them and I'm going to play it for myself because I think it's just it's it's incredible. And 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 I'm I'm with you. I am with you. And are you ready to fly? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, I am. And no matter what age you are, no matter what you're going through in your life, just just put a, a, a set of headphones on. And just listen to something because because it's going to lift you. It's going to lift you. Um, the yeah. one thing that, that and and everybody's saying, Steve, please come on, talk about the triathlon. Talk about <laughs> the, because we're talking about these emotional things. But life is emotions, and, and these things. If if we get our emotions under control, if we get our our mind un, under control, and this is anything that we do, we can do anything right. We can we can put Absolutely. ourselves through anything we want if we get those two things right so this has been invigorating for me because you're you're i i really do i've got this connection and and remember we were and i'm sorry i'm going off on a tangent now but this is me where you said yeah. before the covid it's like how do we deal with that stage and how do we get through it and how do we how do we overcome it how do we pick ourselves back up over it and it's just yeah. like this conversation that we had now who would have thought I could have a connection with you over a Zoom call in a camera? Like, <laughs> who would have thought that? True. It's like, it's, yeah, I, I yeah. would have told you you were crazy. You were crazy. But I feel you. I, I kind of, as I said to you, I want to go for a run with you. I want to go for a cycle with you because there's so many things on your level. I played volleyball. I, I, there's so many things I want to talk about volleyball with yeah. you. But we'll go back to the triathlon. Which is your favorite part of the race? Which is it? Is it the swimming, the cycling, the running? What is that one that you're saying? Now I've got you. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh. I'm going in the front. Well, uh, I wish to to be a complete triathlete, where I'm really good in all the at all the disciplines, and I'm always trying my level best along with my coach is to enhance all the three disciplines and to be. Um, to be equal when it comes to progression. Um, but uh, we need to be fair to ourselves. Um, some sports, <laughs> when we <laughs> when we start at earlier um, stage, um, you tend to have a really good background. So, and you tend to, to progress easily. So uh, to me, I think between cycling and running, but running sadly is the last discipline. And when you finish the bike, uh you you start the pain i mean the, the pain is really severe so uh yeah so to me cycling because cycling it's um i started cycling uh period to all these uh, two disciplines um and uh it's at the middle and it's kind of it gives you hope because you finish the first discipline and you start to have the feeling of uh movement so cycling, yes, it's uh, one of my favorites. Oh. And now I, I, I'm kind of moving towards running a bit, which is good. That's a good you, sign. <laughs> you didn't let me down there, Mohammed. You didn't let me down because it, the, it, when you said, yeah, I look at all of those, I look at all of those, I'm, I'm trying to round myself, I'm trying to round myself. And I'm thinking, Mohammed, I, I've misunderstood you. <laughs> and so I'm so glad that you said you, you like running because... 
I, we've got to like one of those. We've got to, we've yeah. got to put that extra 10% yeah. in. And I'm so glad yeah. that you said it was a cycling. It wouldn't be one. Yeah. It wouldn't be my first choice. Let me tell you, but there again, any of those, those disciplines that you're doing, um, I wouldn't be in one of those because I, I haven't got a ball to chase. I haven't got something to, to keep my mind occupied. And that's where, where, and the next question is, how do you deal with your mind through that race? How do you, how do you get off that bike? Your legs are aching. They're, they're feeling like jelly. And you're thinking to yourself, I've got so much to run now. How do I how do I get myself into those those that zone? Ah, that's really a good question, actually. Um, I would reflect my latest experience, the last race. Um, every race uh, drives you to a different uh, angle of uh, feelings, and. Uh, the last race was for Ironman. The full Ironman, it's a long race. It's around 3.8 kilometers swim and then 180 cycling. And then last discipline is 42 kilometers run, which is a full marathon. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, the last, <laughs> the oh, last word, race. Don't, don't. I'm, now you've got me sweating again. It's like now I'm, I'm starting to Yeah, shake. when you hear the distances, you oh, start to word. have a cram in your brain. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're, you, you, I know the feeling. But as I said, like once you start with the process and you finish the first race, you will tend to have a feeling of uh, adapt, adaptation. Um, but back to your question is how to manage the mental uh, side of, uh, of the game. Um, the, when I started the swim, I started very like um, enthusiastic. And the first 300 kilometers, it, I just want to make my way um, through the, uh, the participants. And what, what was it like? I'm trying to make myself really occupying my mind and, and to make it busy and to sell hope, like a fake hope. I, I call it a fake hope. So you try to fake a really um, tasty and nice hope and try to reflect it in your body because the race is long. So you just try to tell yourself, I'm going for a training day. It's a battle. Yes, I want to compete. Yes, but at the same time, if you stress that feeling, you will you will break down. You will punk. Eventually, you will punk because you you will tend to have really high stress, and you might mess up throughout the process. At the same time, um, if you have like a mixture tactics and also a mix of uh, feelings, and you try to blend it to have a nice uh, outcome, uh, that's I think the best. And I remember when I finished the swim, I'm like encouraging myself. Yes, I made the swim. Like one hour is like a few minutes. That's really good. I'm done with the first discipline. Flip the page now. And the last like few hundred meters uh, at the swim, I'm trying to remember where is my race back, trying to simulate, uh, like have a simulation. I'm going through that direction. This is my race number. I will stop. I'll take my wetsuit and then. I'm gonna put the uh, cycling shoes. So you try to keep yourself busy and you try to have like structured and short goals uh, in order to achieve a bigger goal, which is finishing the race. And then I put on my race uh, cycling shoes, running through the uh, transition yard and then taking my bike and I start the bike. 
the first um, three, uh, three to four, five kilometers, it's like, to me, I felt like I'm starting now a new race. Cycling, it's time to enjoy, to spend the legs, to shake myself, and also to uh, clear all the dust of the swim back. I need to focus on the, um, the nutrition, enjoy the sceneries, and also give it all here. So the mental side of this long distance, the 180, it's, I felt it was like, it, it has three different chapters. I know that I'm capable to do 100 kilometers, but in that zone or in that uh, effort, it's going to be a bit of challenging, like um, with, the, with the condition that I had on the race. But I say this is the uh, resources that I have and my, my body is today is capable to give me this. So I'm going to work out what I have. After like 120 kilometers or 130 kilometers, you start to have like that... Um, that feeling of uh, uh, oh, the race is long. I'm still left off with 60 kilometers. So you feel like less encouraged, but, but you, again, you go back to the original feeling, which is hope, hope, give yourself hope. I'm going, I came for this mission. I, I'm gonna do this 180 kilometers. I'm going to crash. I'm going like, I'm imagining myself crossing the finish line with a good feeling. I have a race uh, plan. And also appreciation is really something crucial. It makes a big difference when you start to appreciate yourself and to appreciate the surrounding, the people who supported you, the, the, the people who is around you, around you, who gives you the positive feedback. And you appreciate and you try to remember all those times when you sacrifice, when you when you are like, put all this effort. So all these components helps you a lot to strengthen up your, um, your mindset. And then like, I do remember like a hundred, when I reach 160 kilometers, the feeling automatically started to change. When I saw that, that, that sign by the side of the road, I completed 160. Automatically your body reflects and you, you, you make like a, a, a random smile because your body starts to realize okay, I'm left off with only 20 kilometers out of 180. So I did 90% of the race. And you feel like, okay, and you have a different energy completely. Your body gives you signs. Your body starts to give you really good signs. When you reach the transition area, the first thing that came to my mind, I want to have the feeling when I step out of the bike, I want to see how my leg feels like. And again, the same process, the same mental, the, uh, um, uh, the same, the, the same uh, process that happens over the bike, it will happen also at the run. And the first, uh, the best uh, two kilometers on the run are the two kilometers towards the finish line, trust me. And uh, as I say, uh, the mental side people, they think that uh, to be tough, is to uh, to uh, to be like stubborn um, against your feeling, but it's not. To be tough is to believe in the process, I believe, and to be disciplined. That's because you are becoming tough towards your um, uh, your desires, and you build up a really, really high level of uh, willpower. So that's toughness. That's the mental toughness to me.
um, it's not like being uh, against the uh, the natural the natural feelings. No, it's being against the desires and building up a willpower and discipline. Mohammed, does this help you get through your normal life? Does this is this something that that gives you? Do you run run your life like this with that the same kind of philosophies? Uh, I'm trying my level best. Actually, uh, we are a human being at the end, and uh, we uh, have different feelings, and we have different. Uh, we deal with the different each and different situation differently with different people. But uh, honestly speaking, sport actually helped me a lot, a lot on daily life to manage uh, difficult circumstances and to build up really good and positive uh, mindset. So yes, it has a really big impact. And the application, I'm trying to remind myself and amend myself about the process and try to upload, to have a really good application throughout the, my life. Brilliant. And and I can hear all these triathletes all shouting in my brain right now. Ask him about what bicycle, what, what cycle. I'm calling it bicycle. That's my age. Uh, what what cycle does he does he ride? What what's the technical terms? What are you kind of using? They're all shouting yeah. in my head. Can you answer that, please? So you mean like a specific brand or what exactly? Brand, the kind of yeah. the, I know the chassis. I don't know anything about this, <laughs> these bike things. Um, yeah. But but the, those type of things, the 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 brands in the 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 kind of wheels and the ball bearings. Yeah. Tell them yeah. about your bicycle. Uh, I was riding my uh, uh, brand called Felt for almost three years, and uh, just recently I am appointed as ambassador for Specialized in Oman. And uh, I'm having the privilege now to uh, ride a uh, chef. Uh, uh, it's a, a triathlon bike. Um, it's really fast bike, stiff, and it provides you with really nice, uh, good hydration solution. It's at the back here. Um, it's actually participating at the podcast now. And <laughs> uh, it has really nice color, group, uh, nice group set. And uh, each brand actually delivers different uh, uh, expectations. And uh, to me, um, uh, what matters is uh, not just the brand. Actually, ma brand matters a lot, but also uh, the bike itself, the feeling over on the bike and what the bike can deliver, what solutions. And at the end, the athlete you can deliver, you can actually uh, play with the with the solutions on the bike. Um, the, the the bike industry now is, as I say, it's evolving, and they try the manufacturers to give you like the maximum solutions at the bike, starting with the changing the position, with the hydration system, with the like the 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 storage, la la la. So it's so the athlete should define the requirements first, and then. You you do like shortlisting what bikes uh, what bike works well with you and the plan price a dealer that that's actually came comes at last. But to me now I feel I'm I'm in I'm in specialized so it's really good uh, thing uh, and good bike to 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 ride. And and I wrote my my last note was um, which I, I thought was amazing. Again talking about your Instagram, but your indoors it's like whoa what's that all about the Swift and. It, and it looks amazing. It looks so space age. It's kind of, and, and you yeah. can compete with people all over the world. Yeah, actually, that's uh, luckily uh, 
uh, we are actually fortunate to have Zwift. Um, but during the lockdown is when people and also many, many professionals and many thousands of athletes across the globe, they couldn't go out. So uh, Zwift is the only solution and home trainer uh, is, is the only way to conduct your training indoor. And uh, especially for people who would like to have specific training. So it was really uh, good to have this software and to have uh, indoor um, environment. So I created my own space. I have a room here um, that I'm sitting at that has the indoor trainer. It has a treadmill, it has stretching pads and, and mat. And also I have very small office. And... Uh, I don't enter this room for sleeping or watching TV or Netflix or no, it's just, just for being in the, in the zone, conducting something, being specific, having the right environment and play those nice lightnings and, and, and surrounding uh, um, vibes to just get me into the zone. Because if I mix it up with something like eating or uh, watching movie, then the feeling will be so uh, when I, it means a lot, this room to me, and it has everything that means a lot to me, like the, my medals, my race history, my, my, my equipment. And so I, I want to keep it version that way. <laughs> and a, a big music system, I hope. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a must. <laughs> That's a must. It, it's kind of, and, and to be quite honest, uh, this, this conversation is go, uh, one, one thing I want to ask you, uh, there's so many more questions that I want to ask you about this cycling, but we've, we've come to the end of the, the podcast right now, but I think we've got most of your best bits. I've got to say, I, I've, I've had a thoroughly such a wonderful, wonderful experience talking to you. And I feel that, that it, it's so strange that how, how I all of a sudden, it seems like we've known each other all our lives. I don't know how you feel. But, uh, thanks to COVID, actually, uh, connected people virtually. And uh, thank you, Steve, actually. Like, it's been a week we got to know each other. And it seems like we know we knew each other since a year. And just to for the audience, this is the the second uh, communication that we're having now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And the one question I'm going to say to that, that you can give some advice to people, not just triathletes, because I think I'm going to finish up with, with explaining, but um, what, what would you say to people that, that are struggling right now with, with one thing or another? How did sports help you? Um, sport helps me in different aspects, like uh, in, in, at the personal level, it helped me to uh, enhance my uh, cardiovascular um, uh, ability, uh, the physical side, yes, uh, for sure, and the, the mental side to have a positive uh, uh, thought and to reflect this positive uh, energy uh, to the uh, environment. And I always tried in my normal life to apply this model. I call it the KSA, the KSA model. It's not king of Saudi Arabia. It's actually uh, knowledge, skills, and attitude. And this triangle, actually, I, try, I monetize it on a like, monthly basis, how I am positioned in this uh, uh, 
process and where I, I am throughout this journey. So when it comes to knowledge, I try to enhance my knowledge in all aspects, not just in sport and different um, things that will help me to progress throughout the process. And I try to find a link between my knowledge that I have with the hobby, with my career and with my social life. Skills, it is something mandatory, and some people, they say it's, it's skill, it is something inherited, but no, skill is, it is something that you can build up. So um, uh, if you're not a good writer, that means you're not writing enough. So I'm trying to like uh, 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 see how I am uh, when it comes to skills, like not just in sport, in normal life, and uh, when it comes to attitude, attitude is not just the behavior that you carried the first stages of your life uh, uh, from your uh, parents' house, but also the attitude towards your thoughts and your your uh, inner side of your body. So that's to me something essential. And thanks to also the environment that I'm having, which is really positive. And I have really positive soldiers working behind the scene and uh, they like to be um, hidden and I like them to be hidden because it's to me, they're the source of my most of the uh, most of the energy that I have, the nice energy that I have. They are the source of, of that energy. So. Yeah, so as a person, as an individual, you need to have hidden soldiers and uh, yeah, so this is the model that I have. So I really encourage people to 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 have uh, the customized model according to these pillars, and that will help you a lot to, to to have really good choices and to progress either in sport, career, or in social life. Mohammed, what a way to finish the show! What a way! Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your your story with us. Um, it, it it is, and I'm I'm not not underestimating it. What a magnificent story! What a what a way to end the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much, Steve, for giving me this opportunity, and I hope I provided the uh, needful, uh, the needed, and fruitful. Uh, make it trying to make it a, a fruitful conversation. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. And, and before I go, I'm going to put, say a few things. Um, one thing I want you to get from this is, is it, that you don't have to be a, a triathlete, it, but you are a triathlete. Whatever you're going through in life, look at those three stages that Mohammed goes through and how it affects him and how he pushes forward and how you, we're all going through this story. We're all going through it. But don't worry, because those sessions, those, those areas, whether you're on a bicycle or whether you're on the, the run, yeah. they won't last forever. You just keep yeah, pushing true. through. And when you come to it, you will get through and they will be part of your history. They'll be part of when you look back on those, you'll look at saying, I can't believe I achieved that. But you can. So listen to that story. I hope you enjoyed that story today because I got so much out of it. We're all a triathlete. We've all got different stages in our lives and you can get through any one of them. OK, just keep on persevering and work three times as hard as anybody else and you'll get your goal. Well said, Steve. Well said, Steve. That's really wise. That's I like. I like the link. Thank you very much. Really, it's amazing. And Thank I think you. my next post, 
it's go I'm going to summarize and rephrase this. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Mohammed, you've given me that. You've given me that today because I tell you, your journey is fantastic. And and that's Thank what you. gave me today. People are struggling. People are, but whether it's in sports or whether it's in personal life, it doesn't matter. Just keep on pushing through. You can do it. You can work harder. It's it's brilliant. Anyway, get that feeling because it's a magical, magical feeling. Would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. Good on you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next week, bye for now.